What's up, cash flow contractors? Khalil here, excited for you guys to listen to another episode. Uh, and this one, we talk about one place to look at what you need to know. And this is just a, a really basic conversation about the value of having one single dashboard, one single uh, system for where you can find all the information you need inside your business. This can be across sales and marketing. This can be in your project management. This can be in your workplace communication and your bookkeeping, whatever it is, but just having one place to look for all your information. We hope that you enjoy it. And please go and follow us on social media. Share this episode with anybody that you think would find value from it and continue to support us on the Cashflow Contractor. Thanks. Less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the Cashflow Contractor. Short. Martin, it's a beautiful Thursday morning. It is. Which means we're recording together. Which means that it'll probably be 20 below zero on Saturday. That's correct. Right. That's correct. Uh, we've been doing this. When was the first episode we recorded? I have no idea. Do 2020 we though, right? August, 2020. So we're yeah. over 18 months. Yeah. Coming in. In this. Yeah. I have to say it's a joy and a pleasure to sit across from you every Thursday. Well, I wouldn't go that. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, no it's been kind of fun. It's been now. Great. I think we ought to try to get a listener. <laughs> How can we do that? How can we do that? <laughs> Man. Well, uh, you know, we've done this for 18 months, uh, or so, and I've, we've really enjoyed it. I've, I've gained a wealth of knowledge from you. I've also been able to have great conversations, uh, with many people because of this podcast. But one thing that we haven't done during this podcast is a short together. Right. We've had all different types of episodes and some feedback that we got from people, which we'd love to validate with other listeners. So if you hear this and you're like, no, that is not true, or yes, I agree, uh, let us know. But we are just, we got feedback that they like the 10 to 15 minute episodes. It's perfect for their drive time, uh, easy to break up. Um, but they also like the stories uh, that we share right. and uh, the clear advice inside that 15 minutes. Some of the shorts are a little too short is also some feedback we got. So we're going to try to accomplish that today. Okay. Um, and so we've got some stories. I know you've got a, a story, but we're really going to be talking about the value of having things organized and knowing exactly where to look to find the information that you need. Right. Um, so I'll let you start with one of your stories. I've got one as well. Well, I think we're talking about maybe looking in one place. That's the way I describe it to my clients. But that's a topic today because it's come up in my coaching practice, I guess we we'll call it a practice a number of times since we had, did our last podcast and I call it looking one place to look. I've got a uh, client who doesn't happen to be a contractor, but applies to contractors who was complaining last week loudly about everybody bothers him. He's trying to do stuff. He's trying to get bids out. And phones ringing, people walking in his office, he's getting text messages and he was going crazy. And he said, I want people to leave me alone. And so, okay, we're starting to talk about that, putting in processes and system. He said, and another thing, he said, people don't respond to him. I send him an email and I'm sitting there tapping my foot. You know, they're 40 feet away in the same office, but he sends him <laughs> an email or he sends him a text and he said, and they don't respond. And I looked at him and I said, how many ways do you communicate? He said, well, I might call them. I'll send them an email. 
send them a text. I might walk by and tell them something and they write it on a post-it note and stick it on their computer. So every way you can communicate with them, uh, that's what I do. And I said, you are doing to them what they are doing, what you're complaining about. You're doing exactly the same thing. No consistent way. Uh, texts are, are the most read or the most open way to communicate. Yeah. But the problem with them is once you read it, it pushes down in your list. You can't mark them as unread, or at least yeah. I don't know how to do On that. your iPhone, you can't. So like on an email, you can read it, mark it as unread, and go back to it or whatever you want. But his jaw dropped. He literally, it had not occurred to him that he was doing to his folks exactly what he was complaining about. So what we spent our time, now he has an ERP software, which has this capability in it. But I said, they need one place to look. Mm -hmm. Like I finished this test. Now I go, where do I go to look to see what's next? And I can, I can look through them and maybe do the third thing, but one place to look, I'm not having to respond to something you said in the hallway or something you said when you walked by, or a text that you sent, or an email that you sent, or a voicemail that you left me, there's one place to look. And I find that that came up a couple of other places. Uh, if if I can use another example, I do have a contractor, and we were uh, with this problem. Uh, we were working on Saturday, because I mm. generally meet with him Saturday. And we're going through his leads. So he's got an ERP software for his industry. Meaning I'm going to clarify really quick, yeah. ERP software, you just, you're just talking about a, uh, a software that does multiple things, project management, right. marketing, maybe sales. It uh, maybe it allows you to design what you do, right. and it lets you bid, right. and a lot of them have books in it. And I would say, I wouldn't use the acronym ERP if I were certain what it, I think it's Enterprise, Enterprise Resource Platform. Platform. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's got one of those. So we're, we're going through his open bids. He's doing, getting a lot of activity and he had, he had a lot more than this in there, but he had 17 current bids in his ERP. So we're going through those and talking about them and, and they said, Oh yeah. And I've been running this Facebook campaign and there's a, some pretty cool stuff. I don't know how to use, but you can deal directly in, in Facebook, get messages and all this. Right. And so he had like five in there that he hadn't contacted. And so I said, okay, so we got your ERP, you got these five in Facebook. He goes, Oh yeah. And I've got home advisor. Oh, so not to mention just direct phone calls and things, uh, Emails. things that come through his, uh, face or from his webpage where he gets a message on there. Mm -hmm. So he said, I'm just, I'm going crazy. And what people might identify with, I just call it static electricity in your brain, mm -hmm. right? You're trying to do something, but there's all this stuff going on. Like, Oh, I got to respond and I've got to, uh, do my banking. I've got anyway, just all this stuff. And what I've found for me is I've got to have one place to look. And for me, it's not nearly as complex as contractor. Most important software to me is uh, Gmail and email. Yeah. And those are pretty primitive, I guess, when, but they're so important because I get, I email myself a lot. I get to work. I take what I need to do and I put it in my calendar and then I forget about it. Mm -hmm. All I got to do. Is, is look to see what's tomorrow. I've got one place and I do not have that static. Yeah. And so both these guys, uh, we were working to create one place. Yeah. Uh, for the first guy, he, he already has software that has task manager in it. So yeah. I said, start using tasks. Yeah. Assign them to people. They, even if they don't see the notice pop up on their mm -hmm. iPhone or something like that, um, there's one place to look. Yeah. And 
as, as you mentioned when we were talking about this, you might have one place to look for different subjects, right? Yeah. Your, your scheduler or your project management software might be one thing and your marketing be a different. Yeah. But, I, I think a few points that I want to bring up. One, all of these examples are absolutely true and they're only dealing with really one party, maybe two, but in the same domain. Right. They're all focused on maybe getting sales or they're all focused on right. maybe, you know, replying to that person, whatever it is. It gets worse when you start to work across teams that are in different domains. Um, you know, we, we've set it up for people that before we got working with them, they have someone doing sales, but then someone doing the production side of things. And it's completely different processes, different teams, different functions and responsibilities. And they're working inside of different softwares. And that's fine, but those softwares weren't integrated. And so it, there wasn't one place to look to be able to find, hey, what are we doing on this project? Right. Or wh where are the drawings for this? And it can become a real headache. Um, the analogy that I like to use is the, uh, the kitchen organization, right? In your kitchen, you have a cabinet that's dedicated to your mugs. You got one that's dedicated to your plates and bowls, and you've got a drawer for your silverware, a drawer for your kitchen utensils. And then you've got a pantry for all of your food. You've got a refrigerator where all your uh, perishables are and it's organized. And even whenever you don't under, you go in and you rent an Airbnb, you, you don't know where anything is, but you just assume, right? By the, the really end of good ones label the cabin. They do, we, they do. We always comment on that. We Airbnb a lot. Yeah. But I mean, even if you're staying at that Airbnb for five, for five days, by day two or three, you would don't even need the labels. Right. You, you basically know where things are because you've used the kitchen and it's because it's a good system. Now, if the Airbnb had, you know, bowls in this, in this drawer and in this cabinet and then in the, in the pantry too, mm -hmm. and then you had forks in one drawer and then knives in a different one and spoons in a different one and all these different things, there'd be too much chaos there for you to actually remember where things are. And it's no different in someone's business. Whenever they're dealing with the software, just because you have the software does not mean that you are using it effectively, does not mean that it's organized properly. You need to actually put some thought and some, some detail into how you're going to use that software and what the workflows are. Um, software is not, it, it's a tool. It's not a solution. It's a tool. And much more of the problems related to software are not about buying it or having it installed or having it implemented really around behavior. And so just like your example of the, the client that was getting mad at his team, but he was doing the exact same thing to them, he was exhibiting a certain behavior and that's what his team was exhibiting right back. Right. Right. And so you have to model the behavior you want to see inside of your system, inside of your processes, inside of your software, if you actually want other people on your team to do that. But going back to what's important, what we're talking about here is we're talking about one place to look. Right. And that because this is a short, uh, how to get started doing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, and that I'm not a software guy, right? I mean, I know what, what they are, sure. project managers and so on, but I, I think maybe you can probably mention some, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also want people, if they want to reach out to reach out and maybe we can help with specific software. You have questions about software, about what you, softwares that you're currently using, softwares that you're, you know, researching and looking into and thinking about pulling the trigger on, you know, paying a couple hundred dollars a month and you're worried about making that decision, whatever it is, give us a call. 
shoot us an email. We'd be happy to answer any questions around that. But there's a few things that I like to think about when I'm looking at a software. We, we understand the value of the software and specifically for the one place to look. Wow, I've got this dashboard or I've got this, this system that is really clear and it every, not just me, but everyone on my team can go here and look and we know exactly what the information that we need is there. Uh, there's a lot of value in that. So how do you get to that point? One, you've got to start with just understanding the different areas of your business. We often mention four areas of business, guide the business, get the business, do the business, administer the business. Well, on that administer, that's a really broad, it's a very broad area of business and it's okay to have different softwares for different things in there. You're probably not going to use the same insurance, uh, insurance software that you have that you're going to use for your bookkeeping or for your sales, right? And so it's okay to have a separate software there because you're not looking at your insurance every single day, unless that's what you do for a living, but you're not looking at every single day. So you don't need a one place to look for that, that you can see every single day. Um, but the other areas, that's when it gets a little bit clearer, right? Especially the production and the sales and marketing side for customers. So if you can find what you do specifically, what are the activities that you're doing? Are you calling people? Are you emailing people? Are you um, sending out bids? Are you getting proposals? Are you signing contracts? What are all the different functions that you do and that you need to be able to access in one place? And ask yourself, hey, what do I need to look at on a daily basis and just see, okay, all my information is right here. Once you can understand what you need and what, what you want to see in one place, then you can start to find a solution for it. As you go into looking at softwares, there's a couple of things that you want to be wary of. It's really good to have an industry specific software. We were talking about one pool builders because it's dedicated to pool builders. There's a lot of value in that, but you want to be careful because if it's a small company, if it's not widely used, they haven't been updating it in at least six months, there's not a new update. And I'm not talking about like a crazy redesign of the you software. You mean the software guys updating? Yeah, the software guys yeah. updating that software, like a like new, a new feature or bug fixes. A really good thing to see here is like a lot of good software companies will send a weekly email with like, hey, we fixed this or we solved this problem or we, this is a new feature that you can use or we just improved this feature. That's a really good sign because it means that they've got a good development team that's working on improving the product and they're probably, they've probably got investment behind them, which means they're going to stay around a while. The last thing you want is that there's this outdated software that's been in the industry for 17 years or even five years, and they're just running the same product and just trying to sell as much of it as they can because things change. There's changes to your browser that gets updated, your computer gets updated, your phone gets updated, and that software is not going to run as smoothly on the new updates as it is uh, as it did on the, the, the old ones. So be wary of that with the industry-specific software. Sometimes they get so niche that you're not going to be able to use a software that's going to scale with you and that's going to be a good solution over time. The other thing is you don't want to just buy this big box solution. Um, There's a lot of big big ones out there like Salesforce, for example. Uh, Those are, they're great softwares and they're updating things maybe even hourly, but uh, it's so broad and takes so much time to learn that you can't customize it to your business well enough. Um, and there's just, it might be a little bit overwhelming. It's like drinking from a fire hose, uh, and you're just not gonna be able to get hydrated adequately by drinking from one thing. I'll just say, um, ERPs for really small businesses. I mean, maybe 5 million and less, uh, sound like a great idea, but I've seen many attempts to install them 
And it's because they try to do everything. They try to do everything. And they're not going to necessarily, they, for example, they do your project management, your uh, lead management, and then they're also going to do your bookkeeping. Yeah. And I found that a lot of times the bookkeeping that those guys do isn't very good. Yeah. Right. So, um, and some of them, yeah, matter of fact, most of them that I've been around, I mean, I'm talking $10 million companies. You almost, you almost need an IT guy. Uh, I was just talking about out. somebody like right. they did, they didn't realize why companies had IT people. And then they just started to realize like, oh, wow. It's like, not just because your email doesn't work. No. It's like, this doesn't talk to that. This link broke and all yeah. that. It's so, a lot. So we bring that up, but if you're out driving around and you know what we're talking about with static electricity and you understand the concept of one place to look, pick one place. Pick uh, one place. Maybe it's your marketing and managing your leads. That, here's and, here's the, the setup that I would have if I were a contractor. I would have something for sales, marketing, and just contact information, a CRM. I would have both of those in one place, at least. Those have to be tied together very well. The next thing that I would have is some sort of project management tool. If it fits into the sales marketing right. CRM side, great. If it doesn't, try to make them integrate. But at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world unless you're doing hundreds of projects a year. Maybe you need them to link right. better. But if you're doing dozens of projects a year, you can pull that information well, this over. This is a really great place to point out that let's say you do have project management and, or you got a CRM, customer re, a relationship management software. And you put everybody's info in there. Well, it, in an ERP, that info would go over and, and be copied into but the accounting. There's so but, many tools like that that'll bring that over these days with the native integrations. Well, and, but I mean, just to begin, it's okay to have to enter it twice. Now, oh, it's that's okay. one of the greatest wastes in business is entering things twice. But it's okay because if you start out everything and try to change everything over, it becomes, well, it doesn't map right. It yeah, doesn't go to the right field. For a lot of contractors, especially if they're doing, you know, larger projects, they're not doing a hundred projects in a year, right. you know, they're, they're maybe eight, maybe 20. It's not that hard to copy over the name, email, address, phone number, information, deal size over into the new system. Like that's not that difficult of a task. And so you just need to, while it's nice to have it integrate all perfectly, you need to understand what the the reward is for the time. Well, and here's a precursor to, to integration is if you are a small company and you haven't been doing really anything except yellow legal pads and keeping it <laughs> in your head and you buy an ERP. You're not going to use it. I'm just going to say you're going to go crazy. Yeah, and you're not going to use it. Because you don't even really know why they're doing this and why. If you have systems, let's say you have software to manage your CRM for sales purposes, you have project management software and you have QuickBooks. Mm-hmm. And you're having to enter uh, people's names twice or put the bid in, which is which is a waste. But if you're doing that already, and now an ERP comes in, this software and says, "Oh, we take care of that problem. We post anyway." You understand the benefits. You're already running systems, mm-hmm. and you can adapt to their yeah. systems. But starting from nothing and doing an ERP, you'll be an ERP company for a year. Meaning the, the thrust of your effort going to work. Every day is going to be trying to make that stuff. Well, and there's so run. many companies out there that went through the effort of developing their own ERP, right. and then they decide, wow, we spent all this time, money, and energy into developing this ERP. Other people need it. Right. And that's how you get a lot of these software companies born. And they actually just sell the same product for years. And that's where you run into an issue is 
you're really running yeah. off of their systems, the way that they right. did business, the way that they Well, if you get projects. an ERP, you're running off their systems. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid that's the end yeah. of the discussion. And you better like it because very hard to, to modify. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're pretty far afield on yeah, ERPs. The, 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 the thing uh, that I would, that I would focus on if I was the contractor, I'd get the sales marketing CRM. I would get a project management software. I would have a separate bookkeeping soft software. Yeah. And then lastly, I would just have a communication software or stack. So that like, if you're going to use Outlook, that's great. I would recommend Gmail because then you're going to get Google Drive included in there. You're going to get Google Calendar included in there. And those integrate with almost anything, whereas Outlook is a little bit more difficult and complex to set up. Um, and then inside of that, you can have like chats or, you know, uh, you can add Slack to that communication stack. Which but is those, a software. Which is a software. Slack is a software. Uh, or Microsoft Teams, if you're going to stand that Microsoft suite. But those are the things that I would absolutely have. And you really don't need anything more than that. Your sales software should allow you to send quotes and gather contracts and be able to send proposals and all that kind of stuff. Um, your project management software should allow you to assign tasks to, you know, track the stage of a, of a project and how close you are to finishing and provide updates for the team. But if you have that stack together of those softwares, you're going to be able to adequately manage your leads in one place. You're going to adequately be able to manage your projects in one place. You're going to adequately be able to manage all your billing and, and invoices and all your bookkeeping in one place. And then all of your communication in one place. And that's where you're going to have just one place to look okay. for those areas. And we'll talk about integrating them later. So, yeah. Anyway, if we're going to make this a short, we'll probably, <laughs> uh, yeah, need to call it good. But, um, if you have questions about it specific to your industry, please email us and we'd yeah. be happy to answer. If you, if you have questions, let us know, send us an email. Uh, also, if this is something that you need help with, this is what we help contractors with at Benali. So we'd be happy to help you set up a foundation for all your softwares. It's something that we do on a weekly basis for people. So just let us know. Okay. All right. Thanks, Martin. You bet. Hey, Cashflow Contractors, hope that you enjoyed that episode and that you see the value in having one place for all your information that you can go and see really clearly. If that's something that you're interested in, you don't have in your business and you don't really know how to do it, if you're interested in talking to us about some softwares that might be able to help you specifically, feel free to reach out to us, leave us an email. Everything is down in the show notes for you to be able to reach out. If this is something that you want to invest into your business, this is something that we provide at Benali for you to be able to have everything really clear to make your processes more efficient and to have just one place where everything can be stored. Give us a call or down below, you can find a book a strategy link where you can meet with us and talk specifically about the challenges and the goals that you have inside of your business and how we might be able to help you set those things up. Find that link below and have a wonderful week with less stress, more time, and more money. Thanks for listening to The Cashflow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit thecashflowcontractor.com.